In a world searching for meaning and hope, there's a place where voices rise. Welcome to the Repurpose Podcast Network, your haven for podcasts that envelops the everyday lives of believers. Shows about relationships, news, sports, and so much more. With so much negative content defining the Black experience, controlling the narrative is on the forefront. We amplify, elevate, empower Black creators to share with the world their thoughts and ideas. Tune in and unlock a world of captivating content that entertains and uplifts. The Repurpose Network. One message, many voices. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the James Taylor Jr. Podcast. I'm your host, James Taylor Jr. Remember, I am now teaching what we call relationship and business. And today we are talking about business. And the title is Get Your Money Up While You're Building Your Business. Here's the question. How can I grow my income while I'm working on my dream? How can I make sure my family is straight? How can I make sure my finances are straight while I'm building my dream? And I want to go through that with you. And I hope you watch this video to the end because I want to also give you some great points at the end that can help you to get there. The first thing you need to do, though, is you need to choose the path wisely. Whatever path you choose, not only do you got to choose it wisely and you got to stick to one thing. A lot of times when people talk about business and growing their companies, what they try to do is uh, they try to diversify themselves in the beginning. They try to do multiple things at the beginning. No, you need to master one and then you need to have a 1A. I'm going to say it again. You need to master one and have a 1A. And what I mean by choose wisely, that means you got to keep the job you got, work and grow that money. And I would even say this because I think I get criticized. I think people get criticized a lot for uh, uh, quitting jobs. And I think they might be right. If you got a job that pays you well, I wouldn't leave that job unless it eats up all of your time. But if you got a job that pays you well, stay there until you grow your business. And your business can replace your income. The second thing I would tell you to do is if it couldn't replace your income automatically at that first pace, at least leave knowing that you got a consistent paycheck that covers all your bills and debts and give you a chance to go out to eat and go to the movies. At least have those things straight. And, and then I would also like to encourage you, right? Um, I need to say this part too, because I think this is very important. I need you to have comprehension, Right? Like comprehend what you do. And then I need you to have skill. Those two go hand in hand. Not only do I want you to develop the skill that you can master what you want to do, because if you choose the path, right, you're going to keep the job you got. You're going to work there faithfully. You're going to show up every day and you're going to make sure you know what your income is and how you want to make that money. And you want that money to be consistent. I tell people all the time, if you can't save 50, you're going to be bugging. They tell you to save 30. I would say save 50. I would say 50% or more of my income that comes in, I should be saving it. I believe that with all my heart. Because if you save 50% of all your income while it's coming in, you get to retirement faster. You get to save it out faster. Because I hate that phrase of working until you're 65 to collect a social security check. You're not even living. 
You ain't going no vacations. You ain't take care of your body. You are burning yourself out all the time. You are depressed. You're going to a routine that you don't love and you work there because it pays you and you get medical. But if you learn money and you save 50%, you're able to do more and have more time for yourself in the later years of your life. So you can cut 10 years off of work by saving 50% versus 30. And that 50 can be moved into investments that can grow your money faster and further. That's another conversation, but I want to talk about it. So comprehension and skill. Skill is you developing exactly what you need to do in order to be successful in what you do. That means sharpen your knife. If you cut trees, you should sharpen your blade before you cut the tree because it makes it easier for you to cut into the tree if the blade is sharp. If you sharpen your skills, which leads to comprehension, the more you understand what to do in the skill, you sharpen the blade, the more easy it is for you to be successful in the field that you're working in. A lot of times you guys jump into something without learning it fully and growing into it. I just started a new business. I'm talking kind of fast, so let me slow down. I'm starting a new business. What I had taken the time do, to do is study the ins and outs of this particular line of work. And there are three things I wanted to do in a line of work. I wanted to master it. Then I wanted to hire somebody to run it. Then I want to duplicate it. In other words, I am mastering it right now. And I am mastering it to the point. And let me show you. I want you to hear what I'm saying so you understand where I'm coming. I wanted to bring in $100,000 in revenue a month. It is now uh, January. What's today's date? I, I want to be held accountable. It is January 24th. Three days after my late wife's birthday. Right? From January 24th, uh, I want to be able to come back next year in January 24th, and I want to give you an update. My goal is to grow it to $100,000 a month, have a minimum of 20,000, 25,000 coming in in revenue. Now, I'm a stickler for how I grow my money. I'm going to master it. Then I'm going to hire somebody, preferably within the six months of running this company, this business. And I'm going to have somebody else run it. And if that means me forfeiting a part of my salary, to have more freedom, to expand it. Because here's the thing that people don't understand. When you sharpen your blade, you, you, in, in business, you're sharpening your mind. The more you sharpen your mind, the more easy it is for you to create a system. When you create the system, it cuts down on having to build and start and stop and build and fall apart and build and then don't get the results. Because when you sharpen your knife, you sharpen your skills, your comprehension, you understand it. That's why I say skill and comprehension, because you can have a high talent, but don't know how to use that talent. So you got to master this up here in your brain, your noggin. Eh? Get that sharp that when you get ready to put a system together, because you comprehend the business, you put a system in place. Now you can run and grow it faster. I would even go as far as saying before you even start, get all the information. Take a month. Take 30 days, take 20 days, take 30 days and study it. When you become a doctor, you got to go to medical school. Then you got to uh, uh, do a residency and then you become a licensed doctor. Not only do you have to have the head knowledge, then you got to put the skills and the comprehension into practice and then you become a doctor. You need to do that with business. 
I think everybody needs to do that with business. The more you sharpen your skill, the more you understand it, the more you learn the nuances, you learn when things are changing and evolving and you can adapt and you can grow because comprehension requires you to be uh, fluid. Comprehension requires you to be able to retain. Comprehension means for you to get an understanding. That's why people fail in relationships all the time because they just say we're communicating. But you need to comprehend. When you run a business, you need to be able to comprehend why the business works. How does it work? How does it get together? And I know I'm harping on it, taking all my time, because if I can comprehend what the business is doing and how it works and how it operates, then my knife is sharp that when I get ready to cut down into this thing, the tree fall easily because my blade is really sharp. I know what angle to be on. I know how sharp my blade needs to be. I know where the tree needs to fall. And so in the same thing in business, if I comprehend everything, I know the systems that need to be in place that I can run faster and generate a higher clip of revenue. And then when my system's in place, I know how to hire somebody who can replace me because when I start out, like this business that I'm starting out, I'm self-employed. I want to move to a business where I have employees and that business can run whether I'm there or not. I could be gone for two, three years and this business will grow and thrive because I am the master of the business who hire people who are qualified and mastered to run it. You're the leader. They're the managers. Leaders tell it where it needs to go. They're the visionaries. Managers show you how it's developed. Now, managers take the, excuse me, take it, and they develop what you tell them. They, they, they manage it. They maintain it. And, 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 and maintenance, for me, is growth. Maintenance is not leveling up, leveling. Maintenance is like this. The more you manage, the more you comprehend, the more my company grows. It's like this. Boom. Boom. I don't need to be there, but it's still growing. So you start out an employee, you become self-employed, then you become a business owner, then you become an investor. And then when that business starts growing, then you can start adding other people to the business and you can start investing and expanding it. And so you're getting paid for this, not for the labor. Because if you have to put more time on the floor, you can't put time looking at the whole, the whole floor. You can't see it all. So I would tell you the first thing you need to do is make sure you choose wisely on what you're going to give all your time to. Because when you got to master that, choose that path wisely. Secondly, comprehension and skills. Thirdly, uh, chase your dream with relentlessness. Like for the next year, I'm going to focus on this. And the reason why I'm focusing on it, I'm using myself as an example. I don't want to use nobody else as an example. Because I don't think people should tell you something they're not willing to do themselves. I chase my dream relentlessly till it becomes a reality. I chase my dream relentlessly until it becomes a reality. Like right now in my head, I know how much I want this company to make. When I got to go do taxes of 2025, I know the dollar amount I want this company to bring in far is profit. I do not care what anybody else thinks or believes when it comes to this. Oh, James, you shouldn't do that. Oh, James, you're not smart enough. Oh, James, you're not good enough. Oh, James, that's just too lofty of a dream or a goal. I am relentless about it because I believe in me. Can I say this to a lot of you who get into business? Your biggest problem is not the skill or the comprehension or even the choosing the right path. It's the relentlessness. You're lazy. And you're not lazy because you like chose to lay uh, laid in the bed. You're lazy because you chose to lay in the bed. Something told you to stay there. 
something told you not to keep growing, not to keep going. And what happens is when it's relentless, I need to, I need to say this again. I'm, I'm going to say it again. Choose your dream relentlessly until it becomes a reality. What that means is I know what I want the end result to be. I had a dream for it. This is the vision at the end of the end result. And then I took the steps to get there. What does that mean? This is what the end result looks like financially. If I want to reach this goal, I'm not just looking at the money. I want to help you. I'm looking at what I need to produce to earn the money. So this is what I need to produce. And when I produce this, um, produce this, it gives me this financial result. And so now I have to work backwards. So what do I have to do on day one to get to day 366 or 365? Because I want a whole year and the next day after that year or the next two days after years, I want to look back and see how I got there. It's very challenging. Most people fail here before they fail out there. I, I don't know why people don't talk about this enough. Content creation, I'm going to use this as an example, takes time to grow. Club Shay Shay is an anomaly. But it's not really an anomaly. Like the Cat Williams video was a hit. It blew up like crazy. But Shannon had to book the interview. Shannon had to grow the followers before he got the interview. I love the fact that he said you need to work. That's the problem why people don't reach their dreams and their goals because they do not work. And they work either in the wrong direction and they have the wrong habits. The direction, I'm trying to get to the end of the year with this amount of money based on what I need to produce to make that money. And then I have to make sure that when I start at the beginning of the year, I sharpen my skills and comprehension and I had a plan to get there. That's why I have these three phrases. Well-prepared, that's all the information I need. Well-organized, right? That means everything is mapped out. But, th but this is the part that nobody does. Well-executed. You have to have what I call the FDC. Focus, determination, and consistency. You have to have focus on getting to the end result of that goal by starting with the beginning stuff. If you got the end result of what it needs to look like, then you have to work backwards and say, this is what I need to be on day one to get to day 366 to look back and see a win. I have to be well-prepared in the beginning. That's why I say comprehension and skills. Then I have to be well-organized. I have to map out the whole year. The first year has to be Tough, hard, grinding, and not worrying about what everybody wants to say and do. I have a financial goal for the end of this year. I don't care what nobody says. And I've always reached my goals. And I've always reached them to the point where I might have came up short to somebody else. Now, I came up short to myself, excuse me, but to somebody else I had to win. Like, I wanted to make uh, a certain amount of money. I don't like to talk numbers because sometimes people get intimidated by the numbers, which you shouldn't be because I'm going to say that's more than the next point. But I would set a number. And I would just work every day towards that number. I wouldn't worry about the end result. I would just worry about what I did in that day. I, I made out a plan and I execute the plan. When you execute, you execute every day. And when you execute every day, by the time you get to day 366, you hit your number. 
or you came very, very close to your number because every day you got better. Focus on what you got to get done. When the tough times come, you are determined. FDC, right? And the C stands for the consistency. The more consistent with growth, comprehension, and skill will take you further and faster than anybody else. Consistency with focus and determination, that means you have comprehension and skill will take you further, faster than anybody else. Don't just start a business to start it because you want to make money. Love what you do. Learn all you can in what you do and figure out ways to solve problems in what you do. And it will go, it will go dumb. It will be crazy. It will be successful. It will bring you the finances of your dream. A lot of times people don't realize that. I, I, I learned this one time I was sitting in church and the preacher said something that's very powerful. He said, God does not care how much money you make. He cares about the character you have. So it doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor. It does matter your character. And this is what came in my heart when I heard that. I can be rich as long as I have good character. As long as I treat people well, as long as I honor God, as long as I'm respectful, I can do very well financially. And that's what I chose to do. I remember sitting in poverty, being abused by my parents, uh, going through a lot of mental depression. And, and, And I'm talking business right now when I say this. And I remember one of my siblings saying to me, don't you wish you would uh, not be here anymore? I said, no, I just need to remove myself and build myself. I didn't use those words. The words I used were, I just need to get up out of here, yo. And then I could figure out the rest. I didn't let my situation stop where I was trying to get to the end result. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the dark. And this old guy who was an addict said to me, Literally, I, I lived in a house where there were crackheads, all type of crazy stuff. One day, I'll tell my full story. Physically abused by my parents. And, and, and my mom, let me just say, my mom really changed her life around. I got to give her credit. I don't want to tell my story without telling the redemption of it. My mom turned her life around. And I remember a crackhead said, well, boy, your eyes adjust to the dark. The more you walk in the dark, the less you'll be afraid. The addict told me that. My behind believed him. I walked in the dark and I, my eyes adjusted. And then I realized anything that I might be afraid of, once I learn how it works or where it comes from and what it does, I can make it. If I'm poor and I don't have any money, just show me where I need to go to get it. Show me where I need to do it. Once I comprehend it and figure it out, and am I good at it? Because if I got a skill for it, I just need the comprehension of it. Then I can build it out. I know I'm being redundant, but I need you to get this Because if I move fast without saying that, you're not going to make it, which leads me to this next point. Calm down. It's a process. So once you choose the path, once you have comprehension and skill, once you chase your dream relentlessly, right, which will bring it to reality, you need to calm down and realize it's a process. Day one got to start, man. Day day one, you got to be excited about day one more than you're excited about day 365. You got to be excited about day two before you get excited about day 365. You got to be excited about day three. It's a process. Celebrate every day in the growth of your business. And be consistent about the hours you put in. I'm Like I told you, I'm starting a new business. When I get out of here, I'm going to get me something to eat. I'm going to go sit my butt right down and start working on my business. And the business that I'm doing right now, it's a skill of mine, but it ain't my top skill. 
but it's very lucrative. And so for me, sitting at a computer all day or doing that, it can burn me out. So I don't do it for five hours. I'll do two hours a day. On this new business, I'll do two hours. And, it, it, and, and can I say the two hours a day? If I do two, three hours a day, I can literally make $100,000 a month. And at first, I, it, I couldn't wrap my brain around it. But what I realized is people think hours, not efficiency. That's why I say calm down. It's a process. If you learn to take your time and not rush it and understand it and comprehend it, you will be way more financially successful than anybody else. Let me be clear. I'm not making this video like the ones where they make and they tell you how to get money. I'm, I'm making this video on how you need to have your mindset. We can't make no money until you change the way you think in your mind. Right? Right? You, you got to change. You got to calm down and realize this is a process. And last but not least, I need to say this. You need to clear the room of your haters. That phrase where they say keep your enemies closer, I think it's a lie. I need my enemy to be all the way down there. I need the people who want to talk. And, and, and I'm going to say something that most people don't say that, that needs to be said as well. Stop saying that your haters are your motivators. Why I need to be hated to be motivated? That means I need somebody not to like me for me to be the best me. I'm motivated whether you like me or not. I don't need hatred to drive my success. I need the love of God, the love of my family, my purpose, my identity, and who I am to drive my success. So when I talk about getting rid of haters and I also talk about uh, 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 calm down, it's a process, I want you to relax and realize that you need to change your mindset. Remember I said I would give you some tools that I think are important at the end? I I'm going to say it right now. Because this has been on my heart for a long, long time, y'all. This is something that I've been wanting to talk about forever. In the African-American community, if you notice, we will hope for something. But if you notice in the other communities, they have an expectation for something. Now, I'm not talking about the Bible verse where it says hope is built on nothing less but Jesus Christ. You know, hope, and hope deferred makes a heart sorrow. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about uh, 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 hope, all things, believeth all things. I'm not talking about that type of hope. I'm talking about, man, I hope I make it. And I hope I get that job. I hope I be able to make a certain amount of money. Please, Lord, open the door for me because I know I ain't good enough. I know that that desperation hope. Well, I notice where other races have an expectation. Oh, when I finish this, I expect to make this amount of money. When I do this, I expect to do this. When I do this, I expect. It's not even an arrogance. It's just a confidence that when I do the work, when I work, this is what I should expect. We need to do that in our community. More African-Americans, more of us need to have expectations than this desperate hope. Oh, I, oh I, don't, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know. That's number one. I, that, that's the number one thing that I, I want to say. You should expect to win. You should expect to be successful. You should expect that whatever you put your hands to, like I'm a believer in God. I said, uh, uh, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Nobody will ever tell me that I can't be successful. I have an expectation. 
I have an unyielding confidence that whatever I put my mind to, I'll be successful at. I don't chase money. I build projects. I build build things. I finish projects. I reach goals. I don't chase money. I master what my work is, and in result, it pays me well. I have an expectation. When people chase money, they just hoping that they get it. When you have an expectation, you know it's coming because you did the work. You gotta you gotta get that in your head and in your heart. The second thing is. Stop looking for doors when you should build a house. Too many African-Americans are looking for white folks to open up doors, for other races to open up doors. No, go build a house. You know, when you build a house, you can put whatever door you want on it. When I walk into your door, I only get to the level of the floors that you want to let me in. There's a limit. But if I build a house, I can build floor after 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 floor. I don't need you to be me. I have an expectation that when I do the work, you're going to do that. And guess what I do? I teach my daughters that because there are two black girls who live in society where people don't want to pay them what they're worth. I tell my daughters all the time, build your own stuff. Man, I was watching an interview. I got to quote this interview. I was watching Ava DuVernay, and they was like, how come nobody gives you projects? She said, she said how come you, uh, uh, I know you have a hard time doing this, that, and the third. She said, no. She said, I just do the work. I do my projects. I get my funding. I do that. The calmness about that. Because she knows what she wants to do, and she's willing to go after it. I, 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 am, I am in Atlanta West Studios with the great Tiffany Hall who runs this place. Uh, I, I will follow her into the trenches because she has an expectation. Her work is excellent. I'll pay top dollar because I'm getting priceless work. But that's the type of people you want to be around. You want high level folk. I do not like being around people who always seem desperate because it makes me desperate. You ever been around somebody who is anxious? The longer you're around them, you get anxious as well. And let me say this to you. Association breeds simulation. The more I associate myself with somebody who's negative, I'm going to start to be negative. The more I associate myself with somebody who does foolish stuff like low vibration plates and they want to charge you 10000 to give you a speech where they don't even know what they're talking about and you pay for that because you're so insecure, that's, that's the dumb stuff that I don't want to be around. I don't want to be around people who will always spend all their time in victim. I don't. I, I can't stand it. It has nothing to do with me being black it has nothing to do with the racism of a white person. I just don't like it personally because what you're trying to do is tell me who I am based on what your knowledge is on what my skin color is. And I'm using that example right now. Like if a white person says you'll never be this, you the N-word, blah, blah, blah. That don't mean nothing to me. You just talking. Because there's a gap of space between what you say and what I receive. The only way it affects me is in two reasons. I value what you say. I'm trying to get in your door, Right? I already believe that about myself. I feel I need to be in your door, but I don't. I feel like I need to build my own house. I need to grow what I feel for myself. So you should choose your path wisely. At the end of the day, choose your path wisely. You should have uh, wisely. Comprehension and skill should be the key to your success. When you have that, you should chase your dream relentlessly, knowing that it's going to become a reality. 
Then you have to be calm in the process because there is a process to greatness, but you should have an expectation in that process and you shouldn't care what a hater says. I don't care about no racist person. I don't care about no diaspora war. I don't care about none of that. Whatever I have that God has called me to do, I'm going to be successful. And I say it all the time to myself, with God, nothing shall be impossible. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthened me. Let me just use this religious moment, right? There are people who can't stand Christians. Don't make me know, never mind. For him, I live and move and have my very existence. I trust God to bless my life even when you don't. I trust God to make me successful even when you don't like it. I trust God to use me when you worshiping rocks, I'm worshiping the king of glory. Every day, all day. When you don't even believe that there's a God that exists, I believe in him, I trust him because he's never leaving me nor forsaken me nor has his seed been begging for bread. And that's the problem that we have. Like, and if you believe differently, I'm going to respect it. I'm just not going to let you take away from what I believe. I go after my dreams with relentlessness. I do not allow anybody to determine my success, but my success between my success. My success is between me and God. And my children and the woman I love. God ever blesses me to be married again, which I do. I need to stop saying that because I expect to be married again. When I get married again to the fine woman that God has for me, <laughs> I need to praise him. I'm not going to allow anybody to get in the way of what we got going on and what we building. All that outside noise is just noise. But before I walk down the aisle without looking out the exits, like you, some of you jokers do, I walk down the aisle looking at the exit. I ain't looking at nothing but my future walking towards me. I'm going to be prepared. Because at the day of 366, I started a process with day one. The reason why I'm making this video, and I think it's so important, is that you have to change your mindset. If I leave you with anything out of all of what I said, I want you to have high expectations for yourself. And I want you to stop looking at other people's door to grow your business. I don't need to be in your door. I can build my house. Over here is hard work. Over here is challenges. But here is hard work too. Getting in the door, waiting for somebody to give you something that they don't want to pay. Because remember, when you work for somebody, right, they got a cap on what they're going to pay you. You're worth about two, three million dollars, but they're gonna pay you pennies on the dollar because they know they can get away with it and they're gonna maximize everything. They're gonna suck you dry and get that two, three million dollars that you could produce and use it for themselves. But if you build your house instead of trying to fight to be in somebody's door, so I ain't trying to be in Master House. You hear what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be accepted by people who don't believe in me. I work to get to the place where I can build things for myself and bless people around me. I'm a producer. Like literally, I produce, I bear fruit. There's something inside of me. You, there's something inside of you that produces fruit, that creates jobs. Instead of looking on trying to be the top employee at your job, why don't you be the best business owner you could possibly be so you can create jobs for people that you love and care for? That's what I'm on. And that's what I work at. That's what I train. I do transformational leadership. I take people from trying to be in somebody else's door to building their own house. And I'm using that analogy. Building, being in somebody else's door, you do what they want you to do. You're on their time. You're on their schedule. When you build your own house, you make your own schedule. You want to go on vacation, you ain't got to worry about nobody firing you. You run the company. And then when you do have employees, you love them well. 
You treat them with respect. And if you're really a dog, if you're really a beast, if you're really a gift, you will show them ways to open up their own door. They, you know what? I got to let you go and let you expand and grow because there's some other young people I need to come in here to work for me so I can teach them how to build a house. That's going to be my legacy. I'm so passionate about it, as you can tell. I want to help other people become great. I don't want to pick their career. I don't want to control their lives. I just want to pour into them the mindset, a healthy mindset and skills that can show him to grow. Because there are skills that you can learn that can benefit any business. Work ethic can benefit any, any business. Mindset can benefit any business. Anything you could do. Emotional intelligence. A lot of you men, especially as black men, we hate on emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence will make you a millionaire. Emotional intelligence will make you a better husband. Emotional intelligence will make you a better father. Emotional intelligence will make you a better leader. You, you tripping because somebody told you that you need to change your attitude. You need to change the way you talk. You need to be more sensitive. You need to be more gentle. You need to be more understanding. All those things make you a great man. It's dumb that the thing that we could do is stare at each other in the daggone move, move, uh, frozen section and get ready to fight each other over somebody looking at us, but we can't sit down as two men and figure out ways to create income for our families. Learn how to forgive one another. Nobody wants to work with somebody that's always mad, that's always disrespectful, that's always angry, that's always frustrated. We don't talk about that enough. So you can miss me with all this stuff about emotional intelligence not being a value that doesn't need. You wouldn't be so misogynistic. You wouldn't be shooting at a woman at a daggone gas station when she rejected you if you had emotional intelligence. You wouldn't be an abusive man. You wouldn't be talking to your kids crazy and being verbally abusive. Half of y'all don't even know what verbal abuse is because you just think it's somebody using big play on words. You scared of therapy because you don't want to unpack your pain because unpacking your pain tells you you was a weak man. But we sitting up here talking about the black barbershop being a place that we, that's our therapist. My barber is not my therapist. My barber is the one who's getting paid for a haircut that I dump all my pain on. And he looking at me like he like I'm crazy. And then everybody gives these fake pseudo uh, uh, resolutions and and answers that really don't benefit me. It just gives me a place to get my endorphins off and feel like I said something. That's what we don't want to say, because we don't want nobody to be mad at us. You can miss me with that. In 2024, as a man, go to therapy. 2024, for those of you who are afraid to get in touch with God because somebody told you all church folk is bad, first of all, you ain't coming to the church, you coming to Jesus, and then you go to church. There's a big difference. Relationship over religion. I know God for myself. I don't need nobody to tell me who he is. I study my word for myself. I pray for myself. So when you can miss me with all that, I don't like church folk. I don't like you either, but I got to love you. And we ain't going nowhere. You got to get back to the place where you really want to be the best person you could possibly be. And it starts with the internal work. It don't start with, you not a man because you make money. You're not a woman because you got a great body and all that. You who you are based on your character. Your character is king. Your character is queen. Your character, your character, your character. I don't care what nobody say. I'm ranting on this and I'm going to end with this because I think it's the most important thing for you to do this. Hey, listen, always remember to love, pray, serve, and share. And guess what? You can do that any and everywhere. Love you guys. Have a great day today. Mm -hmm.